The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode is brought to you by Peak Tea. I have been dying to work with this company, guys. I'm obsessed with their tea. It's so high quality. It's organic. It's sourced from around the world. And they even screen it for heavy metals, pesticides, and toxic molds. So you know you're getting the best stuff. We're going to get into why I love specifically fermented prayer tea in this episode. But in the meantime, they are giving a discount to all TSC readers. You can use code SKINNY for 10% off at peaktea.com. And they rarely have sales. So you definitely want to check this out. Also, you should know the discount code does not apply to their fermented pure tea, but definitely check that out too. All right, let's get into the episode. She's a lifestyle blogger extraordinaire. Fantastic. And he's a serial entrepreneur. A very smart cookie. And now Lauren Everts and Michael Bostick are bringing you along for the ride. Get ready for some major realness. Welcome to the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Aha! emotions and your memories and your thoughts affect your health equally or more than the diet you eat. Why is it that somebody can, you know, one person has high blood pressure and another one doesn't? Blood pressure is one specific example of that's all emotion. I mean, that's hardly, that's a little diet. That's definitely more emotional. Most conditions, there's an emotional component. As I mentioned earlier, Howdy, howdy, everybody. Welcome back to the Skinny Confidential Him and Her Show. That clip was from our guest, Dr. Josh Axe. Today, we're talking all about natural medicine. Dr. Josh is an expert in the field. For those of you that are new to the show, my name is Michael Bostic. I am the CEO of the Dear Media Podcast Network and the co-host of this incredible show. And across from me, my wife, Lauren. Lauren. I'm Lauren Everts Bostic, the creator of the Skinny Confidential. And I am so excited for this episode. Dr. Josh Axe has been on my radar for such a long time. So many of you guys have DM'd me uh, his tips and tricks on Instagram. So to have him on the podcast is major. And you should also know that we were on his podcast as well. So we did a swap. So if you want more, you got to go check out his after this one. In order to keep things tight and right, we're going to get right into it with Dr. Josh because this uh, this episode goes all over the place. It's in-depth. You might want to have your notepad out. So who is Dr. Josh Axe? Dr. Josh is a certified doctor of natural medicine, doctor of chiropractic, and clinical nutritionalist with a passion to help people with their health. He operates one of the world's largest natural health websites, draxe.com, and he's the founder of Ancient Nutrition, which we talk about all the time. With that, Dr. Josh Axe, welcome to the show. This is the Skinny Confidential, him and her. Dr. Josh Axe is in studio, and I'm just going to start it off asking a question that I'm absolutely obsessed with. What is your morning routine? And get as specific and micro as possible. So I had a mentor. He always said, win the morning, win the day. So I really looked at, hey, what are some of the most important things to me in my life? And for me, it's faith is up there and health is really up there too and personal growth. And so I start off every morning with a spiritual triathlon. I do sort of three things with that. I spend first five minutes saying everything I'm grateful for and sort of in praise. Next five minutes, I spend reading something. It's typically a Bible or a personal growth book. And then third, I typically spend some time in prayer meditation. And I do that. And it's, sometimes it's 15 minutes, sometimes it's, a, it's an hour. But I just spend that time doing that. And I'll tell you, for me, I mean, it is the most profound part of my day because when I spend time reflecting on what's most important in life, and it's not a world's not about me. It's about me loving and serving others. It just it changes the way that I go about my entire day. And then typically right after that, I'll make a superfood smoothie. So I throw in some berries. It's almost always blueberries or raspberries, throw in some collagen, maybe a handful of spinach, coconut milk, some herbs, and throw down my smoothie. And then I typically right after that go and do a quick workout. 
And, you know, and after I do that in the morning, I just, I feel good. You know, I spent time doing those things and then I'll dive in into whatever sort of work I have for the day, but that's, that's how I start my day. So let's get, let's go, let's get into you a little bit here. Let's go. We just did your show, which is going to air. We're we're super excited. We had a long conversation, but for this one, I said, we're going to go in on you now. Let's go way back where, where you grow up. Where's your childhood? Like what's, you know, how do we get here? Yeah. So I grew up in a city called Troy, Ohio, just outside of Dayton, Ohio. Grew up a Buckeye fan. And growing up, like I had a great, I had a great feeling. My parents are awesome. And so I was just sharing this recently. I don't always, don't usually always share this on podcasts, but like I had a mom who was a school teacher. She taught special ed and she taught phys ed. And then I had a dad who worked on telephone poles out, you know, outside in, in, in Ohio. And, and, and I had a dad who like always told me he was proud of me, never missed a soccer game or track meet or basketball game. So I just, I had really amazing parents. Our family was into fitness a lot. Like we were into athletics and sports. But we knew nothing about nutrition, like absolutely nothing. So something that really probably the most shocking thing that happened to us throughout my family's history is my mom was 40 years old and she looked really healthy. She was a swim instructor, like looked super fit, but she was diagnosed with breast cancer. And our family lived in what I'll call kind of the medical model. So like my mom and our entire family, if we were sick, we immediately went to the doctor, got prescribed antibiotics or medication. And we just didn't know that there was another way. So when my mom got this diagnosis, she went through all the traditional medical treatments. She went, she had a mastectomy. She went through rounds and rounds and rounds of chemotherapy. I remember one time, like we had, my grandmother came in and she was like, you know, you need to say goodbye to your mom because, you know, we don't know if she'll, she'll be around. And so like, I experienced that as a kid, almost losing my mom and seeing her go through this system. And you know what? Praise God, after going through all those, she eventually was diagnosed as being cancer-free and healthy. But the shocking thing was, after my mom went through all these treatments, she really seemed sicker than ever. My mom was diagnosed with chronic fatigue syndrome and uh, hypothyroidism, digestive issues. She got put on antidepressant and anti-anxiety medications. So a big part of my memory- What, what year is this? This would have been in, let's see, 1995 or six. Okay. Yeah, about 1995. And so, yeah. So a big part of my mom growing up is like, my, my mom was one of those moms too, where she worked and she took care of the family. I mean, she she put in a lot of hours, but she would have to take naps on the weekends and and sometimes during the week, like just try and lay down for an hour because she was just overwhelmed and exhausted all the time. And this went on for 10 years. But one of the things I remember as a kid is seeing my mom like that and thinking to myself, there's got to be a better way. Like, And I, I don't want to see anyone else go through this because my mom was just, just almost like I saw her in pain all the time. And I remember at, at around 14 years old, I didn't know a lot about health. My mom had just gone through that. And, but I said to myself, I, I know soda's bad. I don't know how I knew I did. So literally at 14 years old, I stopped drinking soda. and Cold turkey. It, cold turkey. And maybe I had it five times since then till now. I mean, you know, it was just, it was very rare, almost never. And I just, anything I learned was healthy. I just started getting into that. And so then I, I got turned on to started learning about sort of nutrition. And so in undergrad, I started working as a personal trainer, started reading everything I can about nutrition and diet. And then went on uh, to school and started getting trained in functional medicine and chiropractic and just natural medicine. And a year before I graduated, I was working in a clinic sort of at that time, just about to go up and open my own practice. And I got a call from my mom and just sobbing on the phone. And she said, I've, they've just diagnosed me with cancer again. This time it's on my lungs. She said, what do I do? And I flew from Florida where I was in school back to Ohio. We sat down, talked about it. We prayed together. We just felt really led to take care of her all naturally. And I was really blessed at the time to have some amazing mentors. I mean, I had doctors in integrative and functional medicine who were just amazing, but we decided to take, take this all natural approach, even though she had her doctor saying, 
we want to go in and do surgery and radiation in three days. We said, hey, give us four months. So my mom, we went four months and just did everything we could. My mom started juicing vegetables every single day. She started using reishi mushroom and turmeric every single day. She started getting lymphatic drainage massage with essential oils. And um, how does she know to find these things at the time? Through me. Through you. Okay. Yeah. So through me. So, and, and, and the other thing is my mom, and this is what turned me so on to holistic medicine too, is that my mom also, we found she had a lot of fear and a lot of worry in her life. So we recorded her saying, and again, I know everybody has a different religious perspective, but with her, we recorded her saying Bible verses and doing certain meditations with, at the time it was a tape recorder. And so she recorded herself. She listened to every morning when, uh, when she woke up every night before bed and she just kind of changed everything. And after four months, we went back to her oncologist. They did a CT scan and they called us the next day. And her, her doctor was a female doctor in Columbus, Ohio. And they said, their exact words were, this is highly unusual. We don't typically see this, but your tumor, the largest one shrunk from, shrunk from 2.5 centimeters down to 1.2. We want to see you get into nine months, went back nine months later, complete remission. So my mom is just, wow. uh, yeah, she's about to turn 67. Her and my dad retired from Ohio down to Florida, live on a lake. Like they water ski. My mom runs five Ks. Like my mom says she feels better now in her sixties than she did in her thirties. So, I mean, all those things together really is what fueled me to, you know, start drax.com, which is a content site I do. It's what fueled me to start uh, another company I run that, that does supplements. And so I just, you know, seeing people's life transform, like it's what energizes me. It's what gets me excited because I just know what an impact these things have had on my family and my, in, in, in my own, you know, you know, joy in life. And so that's a big part of my story. So let's say there's someone listening, we'll call her Sally and she's, 35 pounds overweight. So she's not fat. She's just a little bit overweight. And she's on antidepressants. She occasionally takes Xanax. She drinks alcohol on the weekends, maybe in the weekdays sometimes. She goes through the McDonald's drive-thru and she doesn't drink a lot of water. What are... That doesn't sound like it's going to end too well. Well, what do you... But this there, is but a, lot a lot of, of, people, a lot of yeah. people like this. So, okay. so what are five things that you would tell Sally to do that anyone can do at home? Yeah, I would say number one thing, and I think this is actually a pretty huge step, just change breakfast. I mean, if somebody can just change breakfast, it's a third of their diet. It's a pretty huge deal. So if you can go from, rather than doing the cereal at home or the drive-through, you know, make yourself a smoothie, you know, throw some berries in there, throw some collagen powder in there, throw some almond or coconut milk, just do that. And, I, and I'm... That alone can have a really big, and I think there's something else to be said about starting your day a certain way. I feel like it almost motivates people like, man, I started the day off right. I want to almost, I want to keep it going. So of all the things I've recommended over the years, I feel like that little thing for some people has been so transformative. I would say that's one. The second thing, and you said to do at home, this isn't a nutritional thing, change the people you spend time with. I mean, we all know this. You guys have run such an amazing, successful business. You guys have you know, been so successful in just how you guys look. I can tell you guys are so fit. But like, my biggest life lesson is you become who you surround yourself with. I'm not the first person. There's a million other people that said it beside it. I do, but That's I found, true. found that to be so true. So I would say most people have some leeches in their life that are discouraging them. They're kind of they're they're wanting to bring you down. They're wanting to see you fail. You got to be around people that are encouragers. And here's the thing. You got to be proactive about it. You know, one of the things, Lauren, you talked about when I was, you know, talking to you earlier, I asked you why you guys were so successful. And one of the things was be strategic. That's another thing. Like, 
Be strategic about who you spend time with. Be strategic about what you're eating and, and saying, I'm going to start doing this every single day. So that'd probably be number three thing is just be strategic. Number four is you don't have to do CrossFit or a hour and a half yoga class and have perfect balance. Like just move, walk during lunch or find out whatever type of workout it is. I don't care if it's cardio or weightlifting or indoor rock climbing or just walking trails outside, but just start moving on a regular basis, I think would be the next thing. And I could, I could say loads of other things, but I think Th- those are pretty good places for most people to start. So I want to I want to ask you this, and this may be an ignorant question. So you describe yourself; it's a certified doctor of natural medicine. So sure. what would be the difference between like a general, like my general physician? Because yeah. I think people should understand this, and, and and me as well. Yeah. Quick break, so I can tell you about Peak Tea. All right. So I went to Beijing, China, a couple of years ago, and I saw that all the girls were drinking this puer tea. And it is like this ancient tea that all the girls drink there to keep their bods tight and right. So immediately I started researching. I did a blog post on it. And here we are years later, and I'm still drinking puer tea. So that's why I've been drinking peak tea. Let me tell you about peak tea, because this tea is the most organic, high-quality tea that you'll ever get. And when I tell you guys this, you're going to freak out. Basically, this tea has 12 times more antioxidants than any other tea. And the best part about it, though, is it's triple toxin screen tea. So they screen it for heavy metals, pesticides, and toxic molds, so you know you're getting the best stuff. And it just, the taste is so pure. There's so many teas right now on the market that are filled with plastic and all these kinds of weird metals. And so I like to know where my tea is sourced, which is why I like peak tea. Specifically with the puer tea, their leaves go through a fermentation process that creates these compounds that are called thenoflavins. And this enhances the flavor and provides incredible health benefits unique to their fermented pure teas. Another thing that I have to call out about peak tea is that they have fasting teas. So if you're into intermittent fasting, I know that's going to be one of the ways that I drop the baby weight. They have fasting teas. So they're designed to specifically increase the digestion and keep you high in spirits while you're fasting. You should also know that they're formulated by world expert in intermittent fasting, Dr. Jason Fung. And you can always check out all their flavors. They have this ginger one that's so delicious and it's incredible to wind down to at night. I've been drinking that a lot during my pregnancy too. So you can use our code SKINNY for 10% off peaktea.com. They rarely, if they ever do, have sales. So you definitely want to check this out, guys. That's SKINNY for 10% off peaktea.com. And P.S. This discount does not apply to their fermented pure tea, but definitely check that out too. Cheers. So I, I think, you know, there, there are different ways to look at things. Our, our current medical system, and again, I always go to, and I talk about the root, getting to the root cause. Like, w- w- why does somebody say that the way, the things they do? Well, sometimes it's because, you know, their dad never, like, I just watched this Elton John movie and I'm like, looking at like, his dad never hugged him or told him he loved him or told him, like, I had a dad who told me he was proud of me. Like, I have a really, I feel like, I'm self-confident, but I'm humble because my dad taught me those things. Like, so all that being said, I know that might seem a little off, but like off track, but I say the same thing. Like I look at, okay, why does a doctor teach or prescribe drugs? Well, pharmaceutical companies are what fund the schools. And it's just, that's why they're recommending it a lot of times. And also everything they're doing, it's Greek. Our medical system is, is, is Greek. It's, it's in nature. Well, Greeks look at things and always looked at things. It's based on everything is black and white and nothing is holistic. Everything is separated and isolated. So if you have a doctor in, of 
a conventional MD today, they'll tend to say, you have hypothyroidism, I'm going to prescribe Synthroid to change your hormone markers because they correlate health with being a marker of your hormones. Now, if you go back to ancient Chinese and Ayurvedic medicine, which is what I personally practice, I'm really looking at things holistically and I'm saying, okay, why is that thyroid off? And according to Chinese medicine, they'll say, well, you have low qi and low yang, which is essentially your adrenals are completely worn down. And so we have to pump up your adrenal battery, which is going to help your thyroid in a major way. And so you do that by unplugging more and working less. You do it by reducing stress. You do it by specific foods in your diet that really strengthen those. So it's foods that are really dark in nature. It's blueberries, it's seaweed, it's it's mushrooms. Like Those things are really energizing to that part of the body. It's certain herbs like ashwagandha is amazing for the thyroid, ginseng and some others. And so, and the other thing is, in, is it, are you, a lot of doctors today are saying, okay, it's just a thyroid issue. A lot of times though, it's autoimmune in nature and it's actually Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So then it's like, we got to repair the adrenals and the gut, you know? And so we need to start doing more bone broth. We need to get the foods that cause inflammation of the gut. So we got to calm inflammation. We got to dry up candida. So Chinese medicine looks at the body this way. It's all about changing your environment. Now, what conventional medicine says is, oh, you've got a parasite or a bad bacteria. We're trying to kill that. Chinese medicine says, no, no, no. You don't kill it with a supplement or a medication. Your body kills it itself. When your body is strong and robust, you can fight, your body will fight off the virus. Your body will fight off the Lyme disease. Your body will fight off these things. So the way that they look at it is your body internally is either too hot or too cold, too damp or too dry, too much movement called wind, too little movement called stagnation. And there are these other two things called yin and yang, which essentially yin is feminine hormones, yang is masculine, and then chi, which is your body's adrenal, your overall energy. But like, why do we call it a cold today? That comes from Chinese medicine. It's your body is cold internally. So every ancient prescription for overcoming a cold is a warming herb or spice. It's ginger, it's cayenne pepper, it's garlic, it's oregano oil. These are things that are very warming. So if you're sick in China, like, sorry to hog the whole conversation. No, 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 but, no I want you to. No, no, but, no. But, 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 I'm, this but, is but, so but interesting. The last thing I'll say here, like when I was a kid, I'd be surprised if everyone listening right now, if they don't like raise their hand, whether you're in the car, at your home or wherever. Like when I was a kid, my mom always gave me when I was sick, chicken noodle soup and ginger ale. And if they didn't have ginger ale, she gave me seven up, which I guess that's a, a Why good Why did they do that back then? They did the same thing for me. So in ancient China, the, pre- the, the recipe for healing a cold was chicken broth soup, which is vegetables and chicken broth and ginger herbal tea. Why? Well, ginger herbal tea is a warming. And by the way, they're the same color, chicken broth and ginger. That light yellow color is indicative of boosting your immune, so their immune boosting foods. And so again, you're warming and reducing inflammation, boosting the immune system with ginger. Chicken broth has very specific amino acids that repairs the gut because 70% of your immune system is in the gut. So it strengthens. So there are things today that people don't even realize, hey, why do we stick out our tongue when we go to the doctor? Well, now today they're just looking at your tonsils, but for thousands of years, Chinese medicine doctors will look at your tongue and I can look at someone's tongue today and you can look at the color, you can look at the coating, you can look at the fridges. Let me see it. It's actually pretty good. You got a little bit of ridges. See where it's coming up on the sides a little bit. That tends to be indicative of uh, your liver is working pretty hard. And when you're pregnant, your liver and spleen are working a little bit overtime, trying to, especially early on, uh, create a placenta and do other things. Your your liver and spleen are so responsible for blood. 
And so that's why uh, that, that looks like the way it does. Are you sure it's not like detoxing all the alcohol that I had before I was pregnant? Wow. I mean, if you really want to get some reactions right now, it's just, oh, before. Before. I thought you before. Said, I Don't like, freak out, pregnancy police. <laughs> <know>. Before. <laughs> How's Michael's tongue? See, his tongue is quivering. It means he's overthinking. Well, he's constantly thinking this, all the time. This yeah. is really interesting that you just said that, and this plays off of what you were just talking about. So Michael, the other day, had five cups of coffee, yeah. and his adrenals were shot, yeah. which is maybe why the tongue it's is why. shaking. Th this week has been... Um, a stressful week. Well, not, I won't say stressful. It's, it's a lot. A, it's, a, it's a really, really so, busy week. So, so here's a funny thing. So in Chinese medicine, everybody's a different... You have five different elements. So Chinese medicine had the first ever... It was them or Ayurveda, very close. Ayurveda has the doshas. Chinese medicine has the elements. But it was essentially the first like Enneagram or disc profile. But what Chinese medicine did is they said, okay, it's not only your personality. That correlates with what diseases you're most at risk for. I mean, so many things. So you're a wood element, which means you're a visionary, big time. You're a leader. And How do we know what element I am? You're a bit wiry, just the way your body is. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm a wood element too. He, he okay. told you, he, you what? He's not attached to food. He eats to live. Like he, he's yeah. drinking coffee all day. Well, well, well the way he thinks, and again, we, we we haven't met before this, but what he's always thinking is, I want to get from point A to point B. What's the best way to do this? So even when he's thinking about eating, he's thinking it's it's he is such a futuristic thinker and thinking about how how do I? And he's very strategic. He's very he's a planner. But yeah, that's. Are know. you sure you've never met him? Pretty much nailed it. But here's what. Yeah. Here's my question. So he he had five cups of coffee. He came. No, no, home. you keep saying that. You exaggerate. <laughs> okay. Listen, if I you tell if him I, what it really was. I'll, well, yeah. I'll do a tangent. Okay. If I get a paper cut, Lauren will pick up the phone and call my mother and say my arm is gone. Okay. Like, but like, so I like you to have add to understand. To I had I had a cup of coffee and a shot of espresso. But the problem is, is that I was also you had a spark. I like this a energy spark, thing. An well, I went, I went to the spark. gym. No, okay. sorry. So that, but no, it's so a four energy. So drinks. it was a lot. So this is my question. His, he came home, his adrenals were shot. How can he, how could he have repaired that at, at that instance? Is there something well, he could have taken? So, so going back to this, the, the reason that I, I, I brought this up earlier too, is that I wasn't stressed. That's exactly what a wood element would say. <laughs> because what, what elements think I'm not stressed yet. And, and, and I was like this because I was like, because what elements, they don't worry. They don't have anxiety. They're like, I don't, something burns down just as long as the family's okay. I I'm, push I'm cool it down deep. I bury that's it in a, there. So that's exactly, but for him, what stresses him is not unplugging. So he'll never be stressed in the, in the idea of being, he doesn't worry. He's not going to have anxiety. He, he, he's going to, his problem is he correlates that with being stressed. Stress is not unplugged. For him, it's just, it's being on too much. His brain is always going, always thinking, overanalyzing. And a lot of times people are wired to what elements to, a lot of people are like this, like they feel guilty if they're, or feel like they're being lazy if they're not working and doing something. And so, and you may not be like that at all. There are, but I would say the big thing is you got to unplug and do nothing sometimes. Like that's the, and it's so hard for people that are, that are achievers and, and visionaries because their whole thing is they want to move forward. And when you're doing nothing, you're not moving forward. But I'd say that's the big. I have to actively so, unplug. Like so, like the way I do you, that, and we talked about a little bit on your shows. I like I'll sit down and I have to like read something that has nothing to do with. Like if I read a great historical biography, it's like I go to a different time. I'm totally. sitting there. I can't do anything. Like I, but I have to actively do. It. I, I, where I get in trouble is if I'm just trying to like sit. Like meditation doesn't work so well for me. I've tried it. I probably can go and take some courses and learn a little bit more. But you, I have difficult time. You're never going to do well with that. It's because you're not moving. That's the other thing. They say wood elements need to move. Mm -hmm. So you're better off walking through the woods. 
Yeah, take, walk. taking walks really yeah. helps me. I do that. Read, sit down. Like I have to be kind of. I don't want to say actively doing something, but I can't just yeah. sit still. And I and I don't know how to correlate that. When I was younger, I used to get in all sorts of trouble, and it was putting me in detentions. And I'm like wondering if that messed me up a little bit too, because I don't want to be. I don't want to be isolated and just sitting there doing nothing. It's not necessarily about me feeling bad about not achieving or being active. I just have a really difficult time sitting still and not doing something. Yeah, totally. So I think for you, just put it, putting it in your daily rhythm, like you know this about yourself, like you got to schedule time to read books that you love that don't have to do with building a business, whether it's history or something else, it's fantastic. And then getting in nature, what elements like to be, like there's a, there's a practice, it's actually way older than this, but they started in the 1980s and it's called a forest bathing. Now, Japan actually has done all this research and studies. I mean, I'm talking about crazy hundreds of thousands of dollars into research on forest bathing, proving its benefits. So it's similar. It's not just grounding. It's going out in the woods and just walking or sitting. And you guys have probably heard of things like Holosync, certain frequencies, theta waves, beta, and how that affects your either focus or calming. The ocean and the trees and even insects give off certain waves. So that's why you ever go out and you just stand on the beach by the ocean, you hear that waves crashing. There is something, and it literally just drops your cortisol and just soothes you it's because of these waves in your body's energies literally gets in tune with those. But the forest is the same thing. And for wood elements specifically, these are people that are visionaries and leaders. It's so important that they spend time in nature, in the woods. And you know, it's, it's just- so funny that you say that. And I told Lauren this the other day, like for ever since we moved to LA, because we were in San Diego before a little bit more space. Yeah. And I'm up here and in a weird thing, I was like, I want to kind of go, I want to go to Santa Fe, New Mexico. I've never been there. Don't know anything about it. I'm just looking at pictures and I, I want to get out into the middle of nowhere away from everything. I don't know where that is or where I should go. Maybe you might know, but I'm like being drawn to something in nature. Let's I've never go been to like Joshua that before. Tree and do mushrooms when I'm not pregnant. That's fine too, but I don't know if it's even. I, I just want to. You know what I'm saying? I just want to yeah. get out into the middle of nowhere because I'm just. I getting you to walk on the beach though. That's this is so interesting. Is like pulling a tooth. It's so hard. But then when you when I get you on the beach, you love it. It's, yeah. It's the getting you there, and that's maybe the wood element in you. I'm gonna start using <laughs> that word. <laughs> Weird. Hold up. Let's talk about pants. Pants that hold you in beta brand. If you're lazy like me and you don't want to change out of your pants and you just want to get ready for work and just be super comfortable and then be able to go to happy hour and not have all these buttons and pockets sticking in to your skin, then you're going to love beta brands, dress pant yoga pants. I'm telling you, these are not the pants that you're unbuttoning at a stoplight because they're cutting off your circulation on your love handles. Okay. I've been there. I get it. There's nothing worse especially now. You know what I mean? Anyways, I like to be stylish and comfortable at the same time. And this is what these are. If you're like me and you want to be stylish and comfortable and you don't want shit digging into the sides of your stomach, nothing worse, like I said, then you definitely want to check out Beta Brands. So they have all different colors. Again, I've told you guys this before. I like the black. They also have different patterns and cuts. I'm a fan of the skinny. I I just always go towards skinny. I feel like it's the most flattering one. And then in black, it's the best. And then if you're more of a denim girl, they also have denim with the same flexibility and comfort as the yoga pants. I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge ass man and your ass was looking tight and right. Okay. That's creepy. Anyways, right now our listeners can get 20% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash skinny. That's 20% off your first order at betabrand.com slash skinny. Millions of women agree that these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. Go to betabrand.com slash skinny for 20% off and be sure you check out the black skinnies. You can't miss them. And with that, let's get back to the show. Yeah, and, and everybody can read about this, you know, what element you are. By the way, I'm pretty sure what element you are. 
What? Lauren, I think you're a fire, but I'm not totally sure. What is a fire? A fire is, they're kind of the life of the party. They love being around people. Now, wood elements are the second second most introverted. You're not an introvert. Like you, you get around people because, hey, you can, and sometimes it's to achieve a purpose. Fire <laughs> elements are much more like, hey, let's get the party. Let's get it going. Like you, you, you're kind of the social influencer of all these people too, bringing them together. If you get, and here's the other thing, it's some of it's about being in or out of balance. If a fire element is in balance, like great leadership, great at being magnetic, like having, like attracting people. If they get out of balance though, they can be known as dramatic if they're out of balance. That's the biggest thing they're I would known say that's for. A good way. Dramatic of, is a very good way to describe her. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, paper cut, arm gone. Like, so our baby's going to be a mix of a fire and a wood. Yes. Uh, well, no, I mean, your, your, your baby more likely will be a fire or a wood, but they could be some of the, and I'll cover the others just real quick. So the others are an earth element. So if you know anybody, earth elements are, their body types are a little bit more round in nature. They're like, they're like golden retrievers if they would be dogs. You know what I'm saying? They're just, man, they're just loving, they're friendly, they're supporters, naturally they're very supporting of others, like Santa Claus, but they, they just want to support you. And the emotion that they experience when they when they're out of balance is worry. And that's associated with upper GI issues. So all this is associated with which diseases you're most prone to, because earth elements are prone to diabetes, putting on weight, like stomach and digest upper GI issues. Like fire elements like you are more prone to anxiety and like a more of a sympathetic state, like almost a nervous anxiety if they yeah, get really out fire. of balance. Wood elements are more associated with the emotions of impatience, <laughs> frustration. Yeah. And if they get super, super out of balance, it can be <laughs> anger, but more often it's frustration and patience. And so for them, that's liver gallbladder. And so it's really important to do everything you can to like support those organs. Metal elements are people that are very black and white. Everything in life is black and white. They're very systematic about everything. They're always thinking about just, is this right or is it wrong? They're associated with the immune system, which is lungs and colon. And then we have the water element. Water element is the most, like my wife, Chelsea is a water element. Water element is the most introverted, whereas fire and earth are the most extroverted. Metals can be pretty extroverted too sometimes, but water elements are more like, it's associated with your reproductive organs and your adrenals. The emotion they can experience that's negative is fear. And so the emotion, and think about this fear in the adrenals, but also fear affects the reproductive organs. So like if a woman is struggling with major fear in her life, maybe it's fear of failure, fear of disappointing her parents or someone else, it can cause infertility. It can cause peace. It can cause all these hormonal issues. So, so how do they combat get, that? Get, so what I recommend is, and there's different things. It, it's all, it's, a, I think a lot of it goes back to, you know, so let, let me say this. So like Chelsea, if my wife is having fear, the biggest thing that we'll do together is we'll say, okay, what do you, what are you fearful about? Okay. I'm fear about disappointing this person. Cause this actually, my wife right now is doing a photo, like a big, a big thing in Denver right now for the, the, this magazine. And it's a really one of her first times doing something sort of this on this, on, it's a really large scale. And so before just with her anxiety, I'm like the bit, biggest thing, I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? They won't like it. Okay. How's that going to affect our lives? If they don't, it's not like it's going through and really, really saying at first it's addressing, what are you actually fearful of and recognizing that it's there and the other thing is just knowing, like, like for us, again, I know everybody has different religious beliefs. For us, like we really, you know, r r really believe like 
God is on our side. Like he created us for a purpose. He wants us to win and succeed. And so we're prayerful about things. We also prepare for things and know, hey, all we can do is do our best. And I tell her, I said, babe, you know what? No matter what, I love you. I'm proud of you. I'm just so proud of who you are and your character. And I, and so anyways, all that being said, I think a big part of it is if somebody is having those things, like my mom, she meditated on Bible verses for another person. Maybe it's a, you know, maybe it's a, an ancient meditation from, I don't know, the Dalai Lama or Solomon or someone else. It could be anything, but I think, and I think also putting you in a position where you're not dwelling on those things and you're doing the opposite emotion. So if somebody is really depressed, they need to focus on being joyful. Like mother Teresa said that we, we were talking about this earlier, like you, a lot of people who are overcoming depression, all they do, they're thinking about themselves constantly. And versus when you shift your focus to others and start thinking about how can I bless others and improve their life? And there's a there's multiple medical studies on showing the number one of the top ways to beat depression. Probably the number one way is to actually serve and love others. My grandma, I used to call my grandma depressed in high school. I used to complain to her, and she'd say, "Lauren, get outside yourself." And every time I feel any kind of anxiety or depression, I'm like, I'm focused too much inward. I need to go outward. Yeah. And it does help so much. Yeah. I'm, I want to talk about a little, I want, well, there's two things I want to talk about with Chinese medicine. The first thing is weight loss. And the second thing, and maybe this one comes before, is gut health. Sure. Tell me a little bit about what the Chinese believe when it comes to weight loss and then when it comes to gut health. So, so in China, again, it's all about... We, so a Chinese medicine doctor would say, I'm not worried about your weight loss. I'm not as worried about gut health. It's all about, I'm going to feel your pulse. I'm going to look at your tongue. I'm going to look at your face and see what's going on. And then by extension, it's going to help everything. It's going to help every area of your health. And, and I will address this in one second. So so anyway, that's the first thing they're going to do. They're going to say, we need to fix these emotions. We need to fix your diet. We need to Im implement some things in your lifestyle and work on all these things. Because if your body's really damp, like dampness is what we call candida today or mucus. Like if you have snot, phlegm, coatings on your tongue, mucus, that's all, it's wet. It's very wet. It's damp. And so in Chinese medicine, like they know that the environment, like today, like we had flooding terribly in Nashville a few years ago. And I had all these patients coming in afterwards with mold toxicity. Like it was a real, it was so bad because that mold was growing in their basements. In order for mold to grow, it has to be damp. If it's really dry, mold doesn't grow. Same thing in your body. If your body's really damp, candida, parasites, Lyme is so much worse. Lyme disease, all these different things. But if we can dry up, so the way you dry up dampness in Chinese medicine is bitter foods. We can almost know, it's like all sweet and salty today, but if you start implementing really bitter foods, which is a lot of herbs and especially things like astragalus and others. So I would say- What else? Give us some, I don't know what astragalus uh, is. What is that? Astragalus is probably one of the top seven herbs prescribed in Chinese medicine. Where to, can I to, get some astragalus and can I take it and, when I'm pregnant? Yeah, and that's borderline. I think most, every, anyone in Asia would say yes. A lot of people in Western society, because they're uncomfortable with it and there's no studies, would say no. Okay, so how do I get astragalus for, to, in Michael's diet? Like, where do I find uh, some astragalus? So, so astragalus, every health food store in the country is going to have astragalus. You can do it as a tea. Okay. Or you can do it as a, as a capsule. So I would say, and that goes to digestion. Like, you want to strengthen your digestive system. Astragalus is the number one herb to strengthen your digestive system. I'm going to roof you with that. Yeah. After, sounds, sounds like I want it. <laughs> after that, probably we're really know that ginger. Ginger is great for warming and reducing inflammation in your gut. To get rid of candida, Paldarco 
is probably one of the most powerful herbs. Powder is really, it's known as an anti-parasite in Western medicine, but it's also a good anti-fungal, anti-candida. It's very, very good. Hey, the, hold on one second. Is it Paldarco? Is that, how do you consume something? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's a, it's a tea. It's a tea, okay. In, in most, and you can do it in capsule form. There's capsules too, but it's funny, like in ancient China, like medicine was tea. I mean, that's how they did everything. It's like, hey, here's a bunch of these things. I want you to throw it in a pot, boil it, and then just drink it three times a day. And that's how they did their me- medicine historically. I'm going to make our producer tailor some Paldarco with his hot dog that he's having for lunch. <laughs> There you go. And his jalapeno Hawaiian chips. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so yeah. Pal Darko, how do you say the first one again? P-A-U space D-A-R-C-O. And then the other one was astragalus. Astragalus, okay. Yeah. yeah so so the, those the, are things. Great for gut. For weight loss, again, they're not, it's just not something they're going to say. You, you'll just lose weight. If you eat the way they tell you to, you're going to lose weight. But they'll- What's yeah. the way they tell you to? So- it really dep- everything's personalized. Wood element eats a little different than a fire element. Eats a little different than a metal element. But everyone eats seasonally. That's the first thing. You're eating seasonally. Foods that are in season. You're eating real food, and you're stopping when you're eighty percent full. That's the other. That's the other rule. And in Japan, they still practice it today. Actually, a lot of them have a saying when they sit down, and it's I don't know the exact how to say it in Japanese, but it's we eat until we're eighty percent full. That is so interesting that that's a saying in in Japan because Michael's a fourth Japanese. His mom's a half. Oh, wow. And both of them have- Can't tell? No, both of them have that mentality yeah. naturally, which is so yeah. interesting. Well, like that was the example. My, my grandmother was full Japanese, right? And so she always- ate like that you know the, you know and all, a lot of ginger like whole, yeah. my mom like same thing like it was very much like it was never like we talked about this on your show i never am eating to excess i i get a little full and i'm like okay it's the I'm most done. interesting yeah. science experiment as his wife because like i'm if i'm eating brownies like i'll maybe have one too many brownies he will just stop when he's not hungry and i've watched it over and over i've never heard him say i'm craving this the only time i've ever heard him say that is when his body's lacking the nutrients so for instance like he got surgery and he said to me i'm craving a steak and that's probably because he needed iron yeah like part of the first and i and i I knew i like my body was telling me i need I wanted meat. Like I wanted red meat specifically. It wasn't like I wanted chicken or turkey. I wanted a steak. And that's that's rare for me. You know, I, I get a lot of shit because sometimes, you know, I, I try to work out consistently, but I'll take a break or sometimes I'll eat bad. But if you look at like, if you just kind of judged me through a year's period of time, I'm pretty like on a chart. It would be pretty you consistent. You could eat more we, vegetables. Let's be honest. It would be a pretty even and Palo line. Darko. You know what I mean? Like it. Would, a lot of people have these <laughs> spikes where like I'm going to get in really good shape, and so during that few weeks, like I'm going to only eat chicken and broccoli and all these great things, and I'm going to work out every day, and they spike, and then what happens is like they let it go, and then they really they start drinking yeah. again, and they eat really bad, and they drop. For me, if you looked, it's like on a chart over my life, it's probably a pretty straight line. Yeah. So, so you say in Japan they say eat until you're eighty percent full. Well, and here's another thing that's interesting, especially in Asia, India, the Middle East, is they understand the energetics of food. Like why, like I just came from um, Air One and I had sushi. Why every time you have sushi, do they give ginger with it? Is it for taste? No, it's because sushi is a cooling food because it's raw. You have raw fish, you have seaweed, which is cooling. Ginger is warming. It's always to balance it out. And so it's just, it's just interesting. Like, like these ancient physicians in Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine, they like, it wasn't the food that was medicine per se. It was the meals that were medicine. They knew that like, we're going to combine a warming food with a cooling food, with an anti-inflammatory food, a food that helps move things through your system. And like certain types of times of year, certain organs are more, uh, need to be strengthened more. So in the fall, now there are some healthy things that we carry over, but in the fall, 
we should be eating orange foods, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, like because it strengthens your spleen. That's when your spleen and your stomach and your pancreas are the strongest those times of year versus in the spring is when your liver is the strongest. So March and April, especially, you should be doing green apples and, and juicing vegetables and wheatgrass shots and all, and all that type of stuff. My body right now being pregnant is so intuitive. Like I can just like, oh, yeah. if I'll have, like I told him, I used to have two huge cups of coffee and now I'll have a coffee in the morning, but I'll only want like three sips. Yeah. So it's like telling me when to stop. And right now th I've had this huge kick for butternut squash soup. I haven't even told you this. Yeah. But, and that's interesting that you say it's because it's the fall. Like maybe yeah. that's my body telling me I want that right now because it's the fall or no? Well, totally. Absolutely. And especially, especially when women are pregnant, there's two, there's the organs they, they need to strengthen. It depends on the, the female, but sometimes it's now with conception, it tends to be your adrenal reproductive organs, but for carrying a baby, it's your pancreas spleen. So it's that element. It's called the earth element. And so that's going to be the butternut squash. It's all of these foods that strengthen those organs. And sometimes women will crave like things that are like pickles or things that are sour, you know, and, and that's because that's liver. It, it's your liver saying, I need something. And your body is the most in tune when you're pregnant. Here's something else. I mentioned you guys are different elements. Anytime a woman has a child, for that time being especially, they shift to being whatever element they are, a little more earth. Everyone's all of five elements. Sometimes I people totally are kind of two, that. but it's like you just naturally, when you you become more nurturing, more thoughtful, you start becoming more like a mother henish, more protective. I also am. I I keep feeling like this is so weird. Um, like psychic clairvoyant. Like I'm seeing yeah. things that I wouldn't have seen. Yep. I don't know if that's because I don't have wine in my system, <laughs> but I'm like I have a lot of clarity, and I'm I I, I like I'm guessing things that I wouldn't have guessed. Like my intuition yeah. is off the charts. Is yeah. that normal? Yeah, absolutely, for sure. Okay, I kind of want to talk about pregnancy a little bit, just selfishly. By all means. That's okay. Let's do it. Okay, first of all, we kind of talked about this on your podcast, but I want to talk about it on ours too. Should I get a flu shot? Again, my opinion is always this. I look at our medical system and who is who is driving this thing? And it's pharmaceutical companies. And one thing that I'll tell you, and I'm trying to be right now completely non-biased. If I'm a person stepping in and researching, knowing nothing about a medical system and saying, who is coming up with this information that you need anything? This certain medication for this disease or this, and looking that the, all of the corruption in the past, Vioxx killed almost 100,000 people, like some of these medications killed tens of thousands of people. They were approved and on the market, eventually taken off. There are medications taken off the market every single month because they've killed thousands to tend to sometimes hundreds of thousands. So all that saying, if I'm coming in and looking at, is this safe and effective and who's funding it? Number one, this is a money, it's completely a money-making industry. Not that all industries not, but I'm saying, I'm knowing that, I think it's important to know that. The other thing is thinking about the number one goal here is to get healthy. And I know this for certain, and this is ancient ancient medicine of all types, that if you're going to stay healthy, we just we need to strengthen your body. We got to build your immune system. Flu shots don't build your immune system, okay? They cause your body to actually act in an inflammatory way. It's a whole long term. It's not the best thing. But that being said, how do we strengthen our immune systems? Well, it's nutrients like zinc is very immune building. Vitamin D 
tons of medical research, if super immune building, my vitamin prenatal, C. Is that okay? I take a prenatal with those in it, or would you take yeah. it on top, like more zinc on top of the prenatal? Well, I think it would matter if you have a cold or flu, and it's hard to tell. Like our medical systems today, like our, our when you go into a physician today, they should probably do what's called a micronutrient test. It's what all functional medicine doctors do and integrative medical doctors. They're not just testing what's your cholesterol and what's, they actually, there are tests today, probably they're about $500. Uh, some of them might be more like 200. They can test every single vitamin and mineral you're deficient in so you know exactly what to take. It's called- Which way do that? I have done that. I'm low on D3. So I should know, be- Do you double. know Next Health? you know the, the guys over there? Is, does that, no, do they no, do it? I, I bet I, you they do. I mean, a lot of people are doing, I mean, a, a lot more now. Okay, that's that's good advice to go get your blood all tested to see the vitamins. I personally don't want to get a flu shot. I just have noticed that the medical industry is very pushy about it. So I'm the type of person that likes to hear a bunch of different opinions and then come to my own conclusion. And right now I'm at the conclusion that I'm not going to get one. So if anyone has any info on that and you're listening. Oh, I'm sure lots of people. Listen, I, I know right now there's some people that are like, Bravo, Dr. Axe, I agree with you. There's some that are livid and saying, I can't believe he'd say this. Because here's the other thing to remember when it comes about health, especially your kid's health. If somebody says you're, when somebody is doing something that maybe they just got a flu shot and they feel like it's bad for their body, or maybe they give it to their kids, there's something within people that says, I don't want to be wrong. And so people will really lash out about it. So I, I'm sure it could be all over the place. But again, my experience is like the healthiest people, I, here's the thing, thing I'll tell you. The 100 healthiest people that I know don't get shot. They don't get flu shots. I mean, they 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 do what I'm t- talking about. They're like, I'm going to eat more goji berries, and I'm going to go and do a yoga class, and I'm going to use food as medicine and, instead. I am going to. Ha- I'm going to agree with you, and I think if anyone has a problem with this conversation and they're they're lashing out, like this is it's my body, and I get to choose what I want sure. to do, and I think ev- I think everyone has that choice. On themselves, they yep. have to be their own guru and go do their own research. Yeah, Let, let's take it. Uh, let's take it into another direction here. So I would probably end on the spe- end up on the spectrum of like I know that I could be healthier. Talk to guys like you and figure out how I can do that and figure out like what is actually applicable. Yeah, and then there's the people on the very far side of the spectrum <laughs> that are freakishly thinking they're doing all of these different health things. But what I've also seen with some of these people, and I won't name names. They also tend to be some of the sickest people I've ever seen. Sure, like what, yes. what happens in scenarios so, like that when someone's con- like an all natural or a medical person that's it's practicing all of these different health trends we talked about on your show, but they're always sick? Like that's what I also want to t- dive into that a little bit. Yeah. So, so here's the thing that I found in working with thousands and thousands of patients in the past, and then today just working with you know giving health advice is that those people that you're talking about. Maybe they're doing the diet right. Sometimes they're still not. Like for instance, if somebody has inflammatory bowel disease and they're juicing vegetables and eating salads and thinking they're doing right, it's the worst thing you can do with inflammatory bowel disease. You need to be doing soups and broths and little little things versus if somebody's eating all keto or paleo, but they have liver disease. No, that's the worst. So I think a lot of times people think they're doing it right, but it's not right for them. That's the thing. Like we need to get into personalized and customized nutrition. We're moving more into that, our entire medical system. But historically, Ayurveda and Chinese medicine were all about, no, your diet should be different than your diet should be different than my diet. Everybody has a specific, unique diet for them. And anyways, so I think that's one thing to consider. The second half is this, emotions and your memories and your thoughts affect your health equally or more than the diet you eat. Why is it that somebody can, you know, one person has high blood pressure and another one doesn't. 
blood pressure is one specific example of that's all emotion. I mean, that's hardly, that's a little diet. That's definitely more emotional. Most conditions, there's emotional component. As I mentioned earlier, the emotions of fear is going to affect your reproductive system. The emotion of frustration, anger, your liver, grief and depression affects your immune system. And a major, I'll give you an example. Like I had a mom who I put her on a diet. It was super healthy. It was a, one of the perfect diets to help heal Crohn's and colitis, like the inflammatory bowel disease. And she got like 50% better, but they didn't, didn't get all the way better. And we went back and we found this. I, I started asking her questions. We found her daughter moved away two years ago. Her daughter was her best friend. Her daughter moved to college. Her, didn't talk. She literally was still grieving the loss of her daughter two years later. Those sort of things we have in our life, these traumas, these emotions we experience will affect our health just as much or more than eating gluten or or ice cream with you know all this casein and dairy in it and everything else. And so that's the thing I would say is a lot of those people, the other thing is they overthink, like they become obsessive with the way they eat and they think and think. The emotion of being obsessive completely taxes your up your digestive system. Obsessiveness is the hardest emotion in your digestive system. So these people are like, did I eat this right? Did I do this? They literally become so that they don't realize they're actually in this vicious cycle that they could eat perfectly. They will never get better because of these emotions that they're experiencing. That Just, makes sense. It's like when you give something too much energy, you actually end up like making it g go away like towards a person. So energy with if you're obsessed with something and it's all you think about, you're giving it so much energy. Whereas if you just don't yeah. think about it and stop when you're 80% full, like Michael. Well, so I know this yeah. is like, this is, and I think this is extremely smart to talk about individualized medicine and basically studying your body and not basically blanket statement saying, hey, this works for everybody. But when, say, someone like me comes to see you and I'm like, hey, you know, I haven't been feeling that good. Yeah. I'm feeling fine right now. But where, like, where do these people start? Like, how do you, how do you dumb it down and say, okay, let's, let's analyze this for a minute and say, okay, you're not feeling well. Like, where do you begin? I think that's a lot of people. They, get, they don't know who to go see. They don't know when. They don't know what the conversation is. There's too there's too much input almost. Yeah, and I do want to say like I, I'm not in practice anymore. I ran my practice, and now I run my you know supplement company and, and nutrition company and other things. But I would say this is that for, first off, try and find a physician that or a practitioner of some type that can help you on your journey, or discover yourself and don't become obsessive. But st start with some type of a plan. So write down. What are you going to eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? You know, and, and eat the best you can for those meals and then work on building positive emotions. Those, those are the two things. And so I would say recognize if you have if you have worry in your life, work on peace. Just being carefree. How do you do that? Think about the times in your life when you've had the most peace. Or is there somebody that you can do, like somebody you just love being around when you're with them? It just the time goes. Is there some a hobby you can do? Maybe it's indoor rock climbing or swimming or anything else walking through around the mall i don't know i mean what whatever it is that builds peace in your life write all those things down figure out these areas that are causing you to have the anxiety and worry and do everything you can to move those off your plate but i see that say say that combination of being strategic about breakfast lunch dinner just what you eat you know if you fall off track it's okay um just jump back on and then work on combating that negative emotion. Like if you are a person that struggles with depression, anxiety, no, depression is a lot of times thinking about things that didn't, it's, it's dwelling on the past. You need to start thinking about the now and the future, just completely let that go. And then you also need to build joy. What makes you joyful? Like for me, like 
I think that like if I sing, that's kind of a thing that makes like a happy song that makes me joyful. Stop watching every dark show on television. Start watching comedies and whatever. Anything you can do to start building joy. Get around people that just make you laugh till you hurt. If you have anyone like that in your life, like get around those people. It sounds like it's like crowd out the bad. Like instead of taking away from your diet, crowd it out with veg. Like just add more vegetables. Add more. Add more joy is what you're saying. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, clinically speaking, and from uh, from studies, studies will show you every time crowding out will work a thousand times more than telling people you can't have that, uh-huh. you can't do that. I agree. It never works. I agree. What are three superfoods that you recommend? Oh man, bone broth number one. I mean, for me personally, I feel really proud that I'm drinking you, a bone broth right now. You should. That's what these are. Yeah, That's I awesome. ordered it before you came in, or I would have gotten you one. I'll, all good. I actually had a bunch of collagen before I came. And I do like a bone broth protein powder in a smoothie every morning. So whether it's bone broth protein or it's you make bone broth at home or you buy it frozen or is there buy a brand it. you really like? Where, where is this he here? has bone broth, don't you? I have a, a bone broth. Pro- like it's a, yeah, it's a bone broth powder you can add to a smoothie. I have some but, at the office that we've been having. I'll bring it home for you to try. Keep but, all the good but this stuff looks good. for me. The Oso, what is that? So oh, so good. Oh, so, oh, so good. And you, you get a, it's like a cup of coffee that it looks like and it comes to you, but it's bone broth in the coffee that. cup. And then they also have a collagen bone broth chocolate banana smoothie that I'm eating. And I felt a hundred percent better after just drinking these. I was feeling low on so energy. Great. So that makes sense. Is there a brand you so, really like a bone broth? I mean, it is. I, I, mean I, I think ours is great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really the, about the only one too. And we did it because I, when I took care of patients in the past, like I wanted them all drinking bone broth because it's probably the most important superfood we're missing in our diet. So we were able to put it in a protein to get to people. So anyways, but that's one. Number two, I would say herbs and spices just generally, like if you look at our urban spice consumption and Americans in our households, we don't use very many herbs and spices. You go over to the Middle East, Indian Asia, like the supermarket, you go, it smells like food here. It smells like bleach or nothing. Like we should be using more. When we use food as medicine, it's most true for herbs and spices. Like turmeric and cinnamon are way more nutrient dense than broccoli or spinach. I'm not to say not, you should eat broccoli or spinach, but they're even more nutrient dense. So that'd be number two. And number cinnamon in the coffee every day, Michael. There you go. Okay. Sorry. I just have to make sure he's taking notes of this in his brain (laughs) for later. Sometimes like when you say it, it kind of no, just like goes no, out. No, it helps. <laughs> He'll be doing cinnamon. Go ahead. Oh man, this is tough. Uh, number three for me, those are always my top two. Number three just depends on the person. Some people probiotic rich foods like sauerkraut. Some people antioxidants are really needed. So like, uh, you know, a goji berry or blueberries or something. And for some people, it's omega-3s are really big for some people. So salmon or walnuts or flax seeds, it can be important. So I would have, but I would say the biggest though, definitely it's bone broth and then it's, and then it's the herbs and spices. And then, I mean, you can't go wrong with vegetables. But one of the things you mentioned earlier, sort of your energy, letting energy go somewhere. There's also something about a balance of energy in the body. Like a lot of us live in this sympathetic state, this fight or flight response. So think about this. Like when you go out and run, you know, you, you look like, and I know you guys work out a lot. If you guys would go out and run five miles right now, you couldn't eat a cheeseburger in the middle of your run. No. The reason is your body sends energy and blood flow. Your body sends all the blood flow to your brain and extremities because it's like, I'm fighting or I'm flying right now. Like you're in that state. And so your digestive system isn't able to digest food because it has no energy. So it would just chuck it up, right? Well, people live in that state all day. 
blue blue light from their phones and emergencies like at work and in their family and they're like we traffic jams hey, we're in LA I got to try and dra- text I, message a- <laughs> notifications DMs Instagrams yeah. comments yeah. emails all those things alert your body there there's it's alert alerting your body's uh, and so what happens is a lot of us our digestive systems are so poor because we live because your body's operates on a spectrum protection which is fight or flight or regeneration and healing. So again, the more we can put ourselves in a state when you eat, chew 30 times, don't be on your phone or TV, just you'll do, do practice this. Have your computer open and be on your iPhone while you're eating and then shut them both off, take a few deep breaths and then eat and see how it literally changes your entire physiology and the way you operate. I mean, it is the other is like, why do we do deep breathing? Like we don't breathe anymore when we exercise. Like what do, do they do in yoga and Qigong and Tai Chi? It's all about breathing while you exercise. Breathing is how you, how do we calm somebody if they have anxiety? They say, take a few deep breaths. I know I'm getting off track here, but no, all being said, no. all this stuff is ancient medicine, ancient, these are ancient medicine principles that have been practiced for thousands of years. I'm excited too, because there's so many great other physicians and people bringing this stuff to the forefront. But I think the more we can get back to Hey, you know, eating real food and just living our lives, not trying to be in the rat race to get to the top, but blessing others. And hey, taking time and just saying, I'm going to go to the park today. I'm going to take a vacation with my family. I'm going to, you know, I'm not in a race to get to the top. I think that's another sort of, it's changing the way we think about our mindset of, I'm not trying to, you know, I'm trying to be, live a fruitful, fulfilled life, but I'm not trying to get to the top. Well, I'll tell you what, we were talking about that surgery. I had a, it was just like a minor dental surgery, but I was, out, I was out for the count for three days. And during that time also, Lauren had to go on a trip. So she was gone. So I couldn't work, couldn't do anything. And so I just, all I could literally do was just sit there and read. <laughs> and honestly, it was, I haven't been able to do that for three days in a long time with like, you know, no stimulation from my wife. Not that I don't love you, honey, but um, no phone, no nothing, just sitting there. I came back so fired up and energy because I had I had a time to sit down and yeah. plug and think and like recenter myself if that sounds and I'm not like you so know, one good. of those guys. But it was it was I highly recommend so now I want to do these things where I'm you know, you literally unplug, I'm gonna buy one of those burner phones, go off yeah. somewhere, you know, with a, you know, have to take a map and leave the phone and just bring hard books and go somewhere to think for two or three days. I think it's so beneficial for people to do. We've never lived in a time where there's been this much stimulation from technology. I love it. It's game changing. Book, resource, or podcast that you can recommend to our audience that's brought you a lot of value. Okay. And this, so this is someone else's stuff. Someone else's stuff. I have so many people I love. Gosh. I, I read a book uh, re- recently called The Circle Maker that was awesome. It, it was, it's, it's, it's a goal set. It's thinking big with your life and that sort of thing. And I follow a lot of pastors. I love Stephen Furtick um, is one of my fav- favorite guys that I listen to. Michael Hyatt is a guy I love. He teaches a lot on leadership. And so I was out throughout Michael Hyatt, man, because I just I just love that guy. His stuff is so good on goal setting and that sort of thing. Love it. Where can everyone find you? Pimp yourself out. We will be on your podcast <laughs> at the end of January, yeah. early February. We talk a lot about pregnancy, entrepreneurship, but where can everyone find you in the meantime on Instagram and Twitter and everything? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Dr. Josh Axe. You can check out, if you have any health problem, just Search my name on Google, Dr. Axe for hypothyroidism or leaky gut or whatever you might have going on. And I have a new book out. It's called The Collagen Diet. It's all about how to heal your gut, your hormones, uh, have beautiful skin, using food as medicine. And that's on Amazon, bookstores nationwide. And I want to let you guys know too, you guys are awesome. I know when I interviewed you guys, I was so impressed with, again, you guys are really fit and look good, but also I just, I love the way you think. You guys have a real success mindset and mission mindset. So again, I just uh, appreciate you guys having me on. 
I feel really fucking good about myself because this whole interview, I was drinking a collagen smoothie. You should. And a collagen bone broth. And and your book, like it's just all on brand. You got bone broth. You got a green green something there. Matcha, some sort of green smooth. Oh, matcha. Oh, that's something else I got. I I'm love doing matcha. Good, right? Fantastic. I'm doing good. I cannot wait to read your entire book. I'm going to consume the whole thing, and then I'm going to bring home the bone broth. The it's is there a name for it? I know it's ancient nutrition. Yeah, yeah ancient nutrition. We have bone broth protein and multi collagen protein, which is the best collagen out there. But I'll send you guys some to try. You, you and, said, uh, we have them at the office. Oh, great. The girls awesome. have all been eating them. Oh, I mean, awesome. listen, you put out a ton of content on your site. It's a really good resource. I was looking at nice. it before. People need to go on and check this out. So we're going to link every. Everything. Thank cool. you for coming on, brother. It's been fun. We've had a couple hours now to do this podcast. Oh, yeah. swap. So come back anytime yeah. and we can do it's a fun. whole podcast on tongue scraping and I'd why everyone it. needs That'd to be do awesome. it. I got my whole family them for their stocking stuffers. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Major giveaway before you guys go. The Dr. Josh Axe team has offered $500 to Ancient Nutrition to one lucky winner. All you have to do to win is follow at Dr. Josh Axe on Instagram. That's Dr. Josh Axe and comment on his latest post and tell them why they need to listen to this episode. Super easy. We'll pick one of you. We'll slide into your DMs and you guys can shop Ancient Nutrition. As always, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. <laughs>